Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Fellowship Podcast. This week I got my good friend David West on the show. Uh, some of you might know him as Jay Bez, but uh, I've known him for a while now, and uh, we had a good time. We had a lot of fun. We might even had too much fun if there is such a thing. Anyway, hope you enjoy this one. We had a lot of fun, like I said, a lot of laughs, a lot of love, a lot of Jesus. Here we go. Yeah. Uh. Yo. Welcome in to the fellowship. Keep it like Joey got to dive in. Welcome in to the fellowship. Keep it like Joey got to dive in. Welcome in to the fellowship. Keep it like Joey got to dive in. Welcome in to the fellowship. Keep it like Joey. Yeah. Uh. All together now, let's break bread. Uh. We the body now, Christ the head. Yeah. Straight go strong and we come together like. We so strong when we come together, right? Wanna share with that mind of Christ? Mighty nice. But by the sacrifices, bear my life. Uh, Abraham descended the son of man. Son of God, gonna take the land back. Do you understand? That's why. Nah, boy, that's true. Need to transform and see my life is living proof. Autobots roll round. We assemble like a truce. We your brothers keeper. Always be leading the higher truth. Welcome in to the fellowship. Keep it like Joey got to dive in. Welcome in to the fellowship. Jabez, but uh, really known as David Jeremiah West. No. Dang. Definitely not. David Joel West. Joel. I like Jeremiah better. At Real David West, if you want to follow me on Instagram. At Real David West. Yes, sir. Uh, Man, introduce yourself to the people real quick. I am Real David West. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, man, I just... uh, I'm a lover of Jesus, lover of people, and that's it, man. I don't, I don't know what you want me to say about myself. No, he doesn't have any formal titles. I don't. I thought Jabez was the formal title. It used to be. It used to be my formal title. And gotcha. then, uh, you don't have a symbol like Prince, though, right? No. Oh, okay. I need to get one. You should. I really should. You should. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm here with my boy, DJ West. But that's just for his initials. He doesn't really scare at you. Yeah, no. But anyway, uh, me and DJ have been friends for the last, uh, I want to say, 10 years. At least 10 years. At least 10 years. Yeah. Uh, we met, uh, actually, we met in church way back when, as youngsters mm-hmm. in uh, high school or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he was kind of the um, Anglo kid in the background. The Anglo kid <laughs> in the Spanish church. Yeah, that was me. Yeah, so we didn't really know each other, and then all of a sudden, this kid, this tall guy that I remember in the back, uh, always at church, faithfully at church, yeah, but had no connections to anyone. No. Uh, all of a sudden, he's doing music at the same time that I was doing music, and we just kind of connected and yeah, uh, did quite a bit of shows together. Yeah, and uh, traveled around and yeah met some great people and did some concerts and stuff it was, did some great things it was fun yeah so uh we've known each other for i want to say about the last 10 years yeah and uh, we don't always connect whenever we do though it's like fire right it's like fire i'll never forget you know um i think right when we met so one of our mutual friends kind of was a producer and uh 
had me, I was working youth ministry. Uh, we invited you out to come and do a show for our, our youth group. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just kind of clicked from there on. And literally, the next day was Thursday. And he calls me up and goes, hey, man, uh, I know we just met, but I got invited to go do a show in Oakland. And it's East Oakland. Um, <laughs> and I don't really want to go alone. Are you down? <laughs> And, and that's how we met. Like that was our Did first we drive day out. together. Yeah, yeah, I went with you. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, it was literally like I met him Wednesday. Yeah, and Friday we're hanging out in East Oakland. We're going to East Oakland. Yeah, together. Yeah, and uh, it was quite the uh, adventure. We were just fun. talking about it. Yeah, uh, but man, uh, we just kind of and then from then on, I I, I never get because early on in our friendship, uh, when you still liked me, uh, we would long talk. time ago yeah. when I liked you. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been a minute. <laughs> Uh, we would talk on the phone like all the time, yeah. just connect and um, follow with each other. And I think it's so crucial, like especially when you have somebody in the same vein, same lane as what you're you're trying to do, um, and they're a good influence, mm-hmm. like a good person to hang out with, just to keep connecting with them. And for for man, a long time when we were both still doing music, uh, I think that's what we had. We we were just call each other randomly. Yeah, bro, I just read something in the word. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, super random. You know, we were we were practically girlfriends. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I just uh, uh, like we were tight. We were tight. I don't. I wouldn't say we were girlfriends, but <laughs> we gossiped. We were uh, dude no. friends. We were dude. We friends. had a bromance. I don't yeah. know what you want. L- to say. L- lightweight. Yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, man, that's kind of how we started off our relationship. And uh, yeah, like I said, we whenever we get together, whenever we do connect, it's just. It's Good just, times. It's just natural to for us to kind of like pick up where we left off. Yeah, know? we haven't spoken in I don't know how many years, a couple years, maybe. Few years. I mean, aside from a little social media, yeah, that's cool, bro. Yeah, comments here <laughs> every once in a while, but yeah. it's always good to have somebody that you know, you know, out. You don't even have to have like an everyday conversation to just know that you know somebody that you yeah. love somebody, you know. Yeah. And so that, I feel like that's where we're at. You for and sure. I, you know, so. Yeah. Sure, it's mutual, bro. It's yeah, mutual. Love well, you. for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I don't say the words like that, but <laughs> is it? <laughs> I meant that though. Like, I love uh, you, man. Uh, I love you too, man. Yeah. I, I, I really got a lot of love for you. Yeah, and uh, man, just it's been cool to see your journey. Um, I, I was talking about this with my friend Corey, uh, but I think it's so important for especially us that are in the same ballpark at age range. Um, slash ministry experience mm-hmm. to stay connected. Yeah, uh, because I mean, we may all be in different levels of what we're doing or how we're doing it or whatever. But overall, a lot of our same thoughts, a lot of the same challenges. Yeah, uh, as far as ministry goes, uh, we hit or yeah. we hit different ones, and we learn to handle them different ways, and we can encur- encourage each other through those. Yeah, um, and just our experiences, especially being in different groups. Like, uh, my boy Corey's in one denomination, you're in one other denomination, I'm in another denomination. Mm-hmm. Um, and but it's all the body. It's all the body. The body of Christ, yeah. Yeah. So. And, and I think that's awesome. Because yeah. I know back in the day, like, I would, I've talked to older seasoned ministers mm-hmm. who are like, they're part of what denomination? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from them. They preach fire and brimstone. <laughs> we preach brimstone and fire. Right. <laughs> And that's the only difference. Yeah. But you got to stay away from them. Yeah. Because yeah. they're blasphemers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
but it's so important for all of us to come together. I think I've seen a lot more of it in this like younger generation of, you know, denominational boundaries and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, not being a factor. Yeah. And really the heart, like what the word talks about. Yeah. The heart of the ministry, seeing people's lives get changed. Yeah. And loving God through that process. Yeah. Like that's what comes together. Yeah. And I think it's super important for, especially like you say, young ministers, um, to, to stick together because I, I know from my own experience what it means to, I think sometimes we get so caught up in ministry that we yeah. get isolated and that's the moment when the enemy will come in and try to pick you off is when you think you can do it on your own. For sure. And you don't need your friends. You don't need, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying you have to have people that you, you know, spill everything to, but just to have that accountability, to have that iron sharpens iron, somebody that you can reach out to when you're having a bad day. Because yeah. it happens. We're yeah. people, right? And yeah. People in ministry aren't perfect. No. And I don't care. I'm what, the biggest failure I know. Right. Well, don't say that. <laughs> but I mean, that's the. I think that's the danger um, when we when we go into different denominations and we and we you know pick and choose like who is a good Christian or who's a bad Christian. You yeah. know those kind of misconceptions about different things. Um, it's super important for us to have somebody, like I said, because if you don't, that's that's that you're alone in the desert you know you're kind of just wandering around you may you know have the relationship with the lord but you know if you don't have anybody to correct you when you mess up and 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 check your blind spots i guess is the best way to put it then that's really a danger zone for any young minister yeah any person in general i mean i'd say um you know i always i know that the context is more referred to uh, a spouse but even the foundation god says it's not good for man to be alone right like, and if you don't have a spouse, that doesn't mean that it's good for you to be alone because right. you don't got a spouse. Right. Like, it's still not good for you to be alone. Right. You know, we were made for community. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, it's repeated over and over again in Scripture. You know, we see that, you know, even in Old Testament times, the community, the fellowship, all of the people in, in the Israelite tribe, they came together. They did things together. They worshiped together. Um, you know, obviously Paul talks about it um, and how we're the body of Christ. We all yeah. work together. And, you know, um, it's just super important. Like, I, I can't stress that enough, you know, especially in these last couple of years. I've I've made some relationships with guys um, that are pretty much the same same age <laughs> as me. And uh, we have just open and honest conversation because I've been married for 12 years. Yeah. And uh, I got married when I was six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, like being married for 12 years, you know, you develop habits even in that, you yeah. know, where um, you need some other guy that can kind of recognize things. For sure. Um, and, and, and just check you, you know, to make sure that. And that's, I want that. You know, I think a lot yeah. of a lot of new believers are kind of afraid of that for sure. Of being corrected and being and accountable, being accountable because it's scary. Because honestly, you do need to change things about yourself. We're yeah. we're not perfect, yeah. And um, to have that accountability, to have somebody that you can say, "Hey, I messed up in this. I had this wrong thought. I did this thing. Whatever it is that you're struggling with." Yes, it's scary, but it's super important because God wants is is constantly perfecting us. Yeah. 
and he uses other people to perfect us. That's good. And um, I, I just love how the community of believers can come together and we can work on each other. Not saying, you know, like if we get together, I wouldn't sit here and say, hey, bro, I'm perfect and you need to live <laughs> up to my standards. That's not well, what it is. You said that when you walked in. I, that is what I said. No. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, hey, I got faults. You got faults. Yeah. Let's come together be open and honest with each other and bring that to the lord we can pray about it we can read the word together yeah and we can you know just grow we can grow that's it yeah yeah it's it's huge yeah i mean again i i don't know how someone in an island grows yeah you know it's it's barely making it yeah i mean i would make it because he's got a beard because i have a beard and i like to fish so if i'm on an island i'm i'm you come join me anytime. Yeah. Or just bring a boat so we can leave. <laughs> I think I that would be good. <laughs> you stranded? Yeah, I'm stranded too. Let's be stranded Let's together. be stranded together. <laughs> I'm going to have them drop me off so we can be stranded. No, let's go Let's go back with them. I don't want to oh, be stranded. Um, this is what happens when you get a couple guys here, both uh, Jesus-loving goofballs. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> but... Uh, you know, uh, going back to our conversation, um, you know, for I know for me, I grew up in church. I made some mistakes through high school, hung out with the wrong people, mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't till after that I really learned the importance of who's in your circle. Yeah. Um, so for you, before making, I, I think even people who grew up in church, that you had to come to a point where you make that commitment. Yeah. Um, for yourself. You know, you really realize I need Jesus for me, yeah. not just because I'm it's part of my life. Right. But um, was there ever a transitional moment for you where you realized, like, man, there's something about the group that I have yeah. that needs to change? Yeah. For me, it was I. I was always like that. That cool kid played sports. Yeah. You know, look at me. You know, yeah. obviously, no. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, dribble. I can dribble. Shooting is a different thing, but dribbling has got it. That was the other way around. I couldn't shoot, or I could shoot, but I couldn't dribble. But yeah. um, no, for me, I grew up in a Christian home. You know, my parents still together to this day, yeah. which I thank God for every day. Um, I, I had an example, uh, a godly example in my home, and, and my parents did everything they could. Um, but at an early age, you know, middle school, I chose to hang out with the the wrong crowd. And um, that really influenced who I became. So it was, for me, I was really torn growing up because I was the Christian kid. Everybody knew me as the Christian kid, but internally and even in my circle of friends, I would be living this double life Mm. almost. You know, like I was, I had this title and I was even going to youth group and going to church and doing serving and doing all that I was supposed to be doing. Yeah. But here I was, you know, thinking the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing, hanging out with these people. And I'm not saying that they were, that they're just evil people, but they weren't believers and they weren't, you know, on the same track that my family had laid out for me. Yeah. And so it, it came to a point where uh, a whole bunch of stuff happened, you know, high school, high school is like Dramaville, Dramaville, USA. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it, it, I was, you know, breaking up with my girlfriend at the time who's now my wife thank god and we were going through problems and i got an argument with her family and my family and kind of in that same year i i fractured my back and i was in this cast that was you know 
from my neck to my pelvis basically wrapped around my body and I was frustrated I couldn't play sports and I was just angry and and I'm living this double life and then for me it, it took a point where I I seriously was considering taking my own life and just because I was that upset you know and um I was that just frustrated with myself I was mad at God and all those things and so I made a decision um in the middle of all of that and me wanting, hating God and wanting to take my own life, God in a moment with no pastor, no nobody around to lead me in a prayer, nothing like that, um, God showed me his grace just in an instant, just showed me his wow. grace. And I can't explain it. I can't tell you what I felt because it was something that came only from God. And it was an instantaneous release of all the anger and the frustration and the hatred that I had of myself and every other people. And and I just knew that God had me at yeah. that moment, and yeah. I was going to give my life to Him. And I said, oh, I don't know what this feeling is, God, but I give you my life. I'm going to serve you from now on. And that was uh, my junior year. And from that point on, I had all these friends and everything. It just didn't interest me anymore. Yeah. And I really had to like get rid of, you know. It was, it was a weird feeling because I went, I, you know, you go back to school and everybody thinks you're the same. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the yeah. same anymore. You know, overnight, I was, I was literally a different person. Wow. And uh, it took time for me to just separate. But eventually, you know, I kind of had to just kind of walk away from some of the, the, the bad relationships and friendships that I had that were negatively influencing my life. And I did that and I sacrificed a lot of friends and, um, you know, I was able to to get involved in in church, a church where I I had some community of believers that could, um, uh, you know, help me, yeah, in my walk, you know. But ultimately, it was it was that moment where I said, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna serve Jesus, and I can't be around like all this nonsense. I was literally surrounded by my trash, not the people, but the content <laughs> yeah. of our conversations was l- literally garbage. And the stuff we talked about was filthy garbage. For sure. And um, I just I I remember just being like, I can't be around this anymore. This is this isn't who I am anymore. Yeah. And and it didn't sit right with me. So I, I made that decision to um, for me. You know, I don't I don't know if that's the same thing for everybody. Like some people, I guess, can keep the same friends. But yeah. for me in high school, I had to I had to give a lot of that stuff up. And, sure. and some of my popularity or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I was okay with that. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of kids in high school, they're worried that they're going to lose lose too much. So they're going to lose a boyfriend or girlfriend and For sure. their friends. But ultimately, if, if you gain Jesus in the end, who cares what you lose? Right. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, I think it's, <clears throat> like you were saying, it, everybody's story is different. But for the most part, I mean, most of the people that I've talked to... Um, they really have had to let go of those relationships. Yeah. You know, really let go of those friendships and, and whatnot. And um, and it's hard. It, it is. It's super difficult. Yeah. Like for anyone, it doesn't matter if you're a teenager in high school or, a, you know, grown adult. Yeah. Like it's almost harder when you're an adult because your relationships are usually closer. Right. And I've seen people get saved in their 30s and 40s that are deep into careers that are um you know running contrary to the word of god and they have to sacrifice a whole lot yeah. you know and they have to give give up whole lifestyles it's not just friends it's but 
ultimately, when you truly give your life to Jesus and you recognize this is so worth it, like yeah. gaining a relationship with Jesus is not just a title. It's not just a, uh, you know, I'm going to go to church and fit in now and be one of the cool kids in church. It's I'm gaining eternal salvation and I have hope and I have a future and I have I have something to live for now yeah. because Jesus is living on the inside of me. And so, like, like I said, those people that have sacrificed friends and careers and things like that, like it's so worth it. Yeah. And I don't think... You know, anybody that's truly been been just captured by the love of God um, would ever regret sacrificing um, any of those things, like those friendships or whatever. Yeah. You know, because it's so worth it. Yeah. Um, when you got, when you, like you said, really gave your life to Christ, was finding people in the body a challenge for you? Like finding people that to to replace those yes. those lost friendships like, in a sense. It was weird for me because I was still in high school, and so but I was already going to church and I was already involved in a whole bunch of stuff in church. Um, and so before I truly became a Christian, I thought that the the other kids who were like actually living their life for God and yeah. like truly saved, I thought they were the weird kids. Yeah, they're the squares. I, like yeah, I didn't want I don't want to hang out with them. And I hope they're not listening to this right now. Uh, but um, like, it's true. I didn't want uh, before that moment. I didn't want to like associate with them because yeah. they're like, "Oh, dude, that guy's kind of lame. Like, he doesn't know how to have fun," you know. And then, as soon as I gave my life to Jesus, it's like automatically we're in the same family. Hmm. And I think it, it was so cool to see like the kids that literally the week before at youth group like. I was trying to avoid them. <laughs> I recognized right away because the Spirit of God was inside of me and the Spirit of God is inside of them. We have the same Father and we belong to the same family. That's good. And that's the cool thing about truly giving your life to Jesus is that, you know, you there's so many people that, and I, I hate to point this out, but I, I feel like I have to point it out. There's a lot of people that go to church that aren't saved. Yeah. And there's some a difference. There's a difference between going to church and giving your life to Jesus. Sure. And as soon as I did that, I recognized, like, hey, there's a body here. There's a there's a group of people, some other people that know exactly what I'm thinking now. And I don't have to be weird with them. I don't have to be fake with them. I can just tell them what I'm dealing with. Yeah. And it was like instantly all these people are here for me now. Yeah. And which is cool. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy to, like, instantly you're in a new family. Yeah. And that's how I, that's how I felt. And so I had a couple of those guys that were, you know, squares the week before, and now they're like my brothers. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, oh, I like these guys. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, so you've been in, so after high school, mm-hmm. you started doing music right away? or I got married right away. <clears throat> That's right. You got married right away. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, started started doing music. I was, you know, involved in youth ministry and stuff, and then... Uh, just like like what you were talking about, like we, I don't know how it even. One of like I, don't, I think it was like an associate pastor at my church knew uh, our, our mutual friend who was a producer, and I just met him, and then all of a sudden he gave me <laughs> some music and said, hey, "Let's test this out and see." You know, so he said, "Come back in a week and see if you can write like a song to this." Later. And then I had two albums, like, right away. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think in, like, a year and a half, we did two albums. Yeah. And it was just, like, it was nuts. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
By the way, uh, sidebar, you really do get, I put that stuff back up online. Do I? You do. I do. That stuff's fire, bro. It's. It, I, I still listen to it on, no. on CD. I, that's all that's available. Exactly. Yeah, so these kids now, they don't even know what a CD they is. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know. All right. I have uh, a Walkman yeah. CD player with yeah. the anti-shock skip. Absolutely. The Sony? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the really thick one? Yeah, because when you put it in your pocket and you run, it's bumping against your leg all yeah, the time. Yeah, you don't want it to skip. You don't want it to skip. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah. You don't want that. Anyway. I'll have to put it online. You should. I really should. You really do it. I, yeah, I should. Yeah. There's, I hope there's a conviction in your spirit right there now. There is. You're looking at me like <laughs> I've done something wrong, and I don't know. I don't. Uh, but So you started doing music, which in a sense, you started doing ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, with the way that we were doing music, yeah. we really viewed it as we were doing ministry. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of guys, even in the Christian hip-hop world, whatever you want to call it, um, that are still like, oh, I can rap, and I'm going to do this music. Mm-hmm. But there's not really like a ministry mindset behind it. Yeah. But I think when we did it, we really had that like thought of, I'm trying to minister to people. Yeah. Can I, can I be honest yeah. and confess some things? Yeah. I really never practiced my music at all. And I remember plenty of shows where I forgot my lyrics because I was like, I didn't practice enough, which is bad. Like, I shouldn't have done that. But I was more concerned about, like, being in the presence of God going up uh, on stage. You know, yeah. I want to be I want to be right with the Lord. I want him to, you know, be so uh, in my life. You know, like my prayer life, my word, the getting in my word. I was more concerned with that. And so I would be ready to minister to somebody, you know, that homeless person or that person that's, you know, addicted to drugs or whatever it is, yeah. wherever we went. Because we went everywhere. Yeah. I mean, like in some of the worst neighborhoods. <laughs> I'll never and, forget. I don't know if you were there at this show. Uh, but we did a show at a little, like, older apartment complex. Mm-hmm. Um that some of the apartment complex people put together mm-hmm. and it was for a national night out uh and i'll never forget there was a guy who came up to me because i at the end i got to just kind of share my testimony and yeah. we did a little altar call and stuff yeah and there was a guy that came up to me and was like hey what's your name i go oh I'm chris so no what's your rap name i'm like uh i kind of go by the effect but it's really chris. just <laughs> yeah i don't really go by it and from that point on he kept calling me brother effect brother effect <laughs> like <laughs> I'm going to call you that from now on. He would not refer to me. I was like, it's okay, bro. You can just call me Chris. Like, nobody calls me that. Like, right. I just, I had to come up with something. Because so, that's what rappers do. Yeah, they have that's to have a cool do. name. And that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. At least yours was biblical. Mine just sounded cool. I think the word effect is probably in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> it's got to so be. So it's biblical. <laughs> it's got to be in there. If it's not, at least it's in the dictionary. Right. Yeah. You're, well, that's good. I'm on the right track. Yeah. It's close to the same book. Yeah. What? Tomato, tomato. <laughs> you need one for the other. Sure. 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 We'll go with that. <laughs> so um, uh, I'll never forget this guy just kept referring to me as Brother The Effect. <laughs> oh, he put the in yeah, there? Yeah, he put the Brother The Effect. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Brother The Effect. That's intense. He goes, oh, I appreciate your prayers, Brother The Effect. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, well, I hope they were effective. <laughs> we met some cool people. We did. And we, we had a chance to, like, really, like, one thing I loved about our ministry and, like, us doing min, uh, music together was, like, it was really about the people. Like, yeah. And 
and us sharing our testimonies and being able to witness to people and 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 not being like I remember one man we went to like so many apartment complexes that's I feel like that's all we ever did was just go do outreaches at apartment complexes and we never held back like yeah. lifting up the name of Jesus yeah and that was like the coolest part about it is that we could go into any neighborhood and like where they would you know beforehand don't wear this color don't wear that color don't say this name you know like they're like warning us what not to say or what not to do and we're like we're not concerned about that because we're just going to lift up the name of jesus yeah and that's what we did man it was fun we did a uh, show on a sunday morning at a church for like the youth group or something like that and it was so funny because the lady who was leading the good group went up and she was like oh you guys have to be more like these young men they they dress nice and they they don't <laughs> sag their pants and like all of us were like grabbing our waist <laughs> like, maybe you did saying, i didn't i didn't sag my pants it wasn't even much. so much that it was sagging it's just you know when you when you lack the proper physique to hold yeah. it up yeah they, they kind of just sag i got you yeah it's called a belt yeah you know? even the belts when you when you <laughs> when you lack the uh trunk junk oh the okay. uh yeah gravity i got you yeah yeah but uh trunk junk <laughs> trunk junk okay yeah that's, that's what the the kids call it nowadays oh okay <laughs> i like it at least i assume that's what they call it yeah i, I don't know i'm not hip anymore no there was a season in our life when no. we were hip i don't know if you were ever hip <laughs> i'm i tried to be hip yeah. i wasn't that hip i tried you tried hard i tried hard I never. Eventually, I just let that let that go. Yeah, you gotta let that go. And then people started saying I was hip when I wasn't trying, and that that's that was the weirdest thing. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm not cool. Yeah, no. But hey, it works. You know, it's it's Jesus inside me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I still love you. But uh, you know, what's cool about that season is just I think what people can really relate to is we there's people in the body who have common interests. Sometimes you have to find them, mm-hmm. but there are people in the body who have common interest. You know, a lot of times when somebody gets saved, just starts going to church, I think that's the hardest part for them. Like, they're, oh man, I'm really into lowriders and everybody's got Hondas in this church. Right. You know, well, <laughs> there's somebody in the body. If you're called to that church, then you'll find someone there. And if you're not called to that, there's another place. Right. But there, there's somebody in this grand big c church right that you're not big grip church but you know big (laughs) big community of church right that fits your boat right like fits where you're you're at where you're going to be more comfortable with and there are times where man you have to sacrifice comfort Mm -hmm. to to do what god's calling you to do and there's other times where you have to find that to be able to be vulnerable yeah to be able to be real to be able to be transparent and and grow Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I said, we've we've both been in ministry for the last ten years or so, um, and and I've seen a lot of that, like people either bouncing out of churches because oh I don't fit in there, right, or people just clinging to their old friendships and falling down, yeah, because that's all they know, yeah. And I think I think a lot of people are, um, like you said, they just kind of they try one church. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I didn't find anybody that was like me, so I'm just going to give up. Yeah. And you can't do that. You know, they're they're like you said, the big C church is is big, it's worldwide. There's somebody out there that you can connect with. 
And maybe it's not in the church that you thought it was, and, and that's where I would encourage people to just pray yeah. and, and really be in their word. Because you, if, if you're not praying and you're not in your word and you're not spending time worshiping God, um, then, then where's your relationship with yeah. him? You know, you just, you, you don't have one. And if you don't have a relationship, then he can't speak to you because you're not speaking to him. He's not speaking to you. He's a, he's a real living God yeah. and who really still speaks to people. Yeah. And whether it's, you know, through prayer and you hear him or whether it's uh, through the word and he reveals something to you, um, he, he still speaks. And so that's why I'd say I would encourage you, like, if you are in, you know, this church and you don't feel comfortable Ask the Lord where where to go. Do some yeah. research. The internet is like a real thing too. Like it you is. can do a Google search for pretty much any church in the world. Yeah. Well, at least in the United States, and like you can find somebody with the same interests for and, sure. You know, yeah. you you never know too. I mean, some people complain they're too far. Like there's so many churches around you. Yeah. It's don't don't give up. Like don't quit on because one of the local bodies is is either different from you or you don't like the preaching style or the the music or whatever it is that yeah. church people like to complain about <laughs> for sure uh, like if if don't just give up on one local church body you yeah. know and and ultimately like we need to understand that you know we're not going to church for ourselves yes yeah. we go to church to be to be built up but we're here to to fit in to what God has called us to do. Yeah. And again, the relationship with the Lord is so important in order to know what you are supposed to be doing. Yeah. You know, we're not here to just wander aimlessly. Like God has given us a purpose. He's given us, told us, fulfill the Great Commission. Go tell people about Jesus, you know. And whether that's in your job or in your school or you're called to be a pastor or a worship leader or a missionary, whatever it is, like sure. it it's it, you have a place in the body, so don't yeah. give up on 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 one church or one friend that you had that was a believer and now he's not. Whatever your story is, right? Yeah, don't yeah. don't give up, you know. Yeah, and I think it's huge what you were saying, um, and I think I've said this on almost every episode: is just really take the time to pray yeah. and see what God's saying. Yeah, because I know if I would have bounced out of the first church where I re- really gave my life to Christ at. Um, I would have missed out on a lot. Yeah. And by me staying there, and because I felt God was calling me there, man, I, I have friendships that, you know, to this day, that are just, mean the world to me. Yeah. You know, that, that are that are huge and crucial in my life. You know, like I said, my, all, all my groomsmen in my wedding came from people that I grew up in, the, that came up with me in that church. I didn't get invited to the wedding. That's because. It's because you don't love me. You were in Alaska or something, you're on a beard. <laughs> I was wrestling grizzly bears. Wrestling. <laughs> we started a new uh, men's series at our church, uh, in our men's group. And the guy, uh, the host on the video, uh, that's how he says wrestling. He says wrestling. I'm always like the only one chuckling, being a kid in the background. That's Cause it's just Isn't funny. that how you say wrestling? Wrestling? Wrestling. I was just wrestling if you're from the south. No, I think you should. Everybody should say wrestling like that. No, yeah, well, in California you see wrestle, wrestling. Yeah, uh, you might even see wrestling. Wrestling. Wow. Yeah. Um, to go back to that point, though, <laughs> man, you get easily distracted. I'm I'll trying to you, bro. Uh, <laughs> Everybody else, I stay on topic. You just keep sta- staring at my beard, and like it, it reminds you of wrestling. I'm jealous? Are you? It is. 
Dude, don't be jealous. This, this chin thing is all I can do. This you little, look good, though. Wear it. Do. Rock it. I That's try. you. Yeah. Yeah. You do you, boo. Yeah. I'll, do, I'll try. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I want to just, I want to, like, tell people, like, th- the honest truth. There are no perfect, quote, unquote, perfect churches. Yeah. Because churches consist of people, and people are messed up. Yeah. And we are chasing after the Savior, the one who is perfecting our faith, yeah. right? And we aren't uh, perfected until we get to heaven. And so there's going to be churches that mess up. There's going to be problems. There's going to be drama. There's going to be gossip. There's going to be, you know, whatever it is that you sure. that that is listed in Scripture, you can imagine. And stuff that's not listed and in Scripture. And stuff that's not listed you because... I mean, you might go to a church where they want to have a tamale cook-off, and you're not about that. And you don't like tamales. Yeah. Yeah. And people leave the church for stuff like that. Right. And so, like, I just want to, like, encourage people, like, don't find, like, petty things to, like, to leave churches for, you know, and, like, uh, it's just, it's just, I I see it all the time. For sure. And and I have a lot of friends that are like, well, I don't like um, the, the, I had somebody tell me that there's too many lights in worship. (laughs) Like, cause it's like a yeah. young millennial church or whatever. And they're like, we don't, we don't like the lights and they have fog. What does that mean? I'm like, I, I think they're just using fog. Where do fog. they see fog in scripture? Like, I mean like the, like the tent of meeting, but like, I don't, you know, I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I think they're just trying to be cool, you know, yeah. like, but everybody worships differently. Everybody, everybody's preaching style is different and, and people struggle with different things. And so For sure. like, don't just completely omit the the entire body of christ because one something you find something that you don't like yeah and i think a lot of times it's an inward thing that we have going on yeah uh, and that's why again the importance of praying right uh, is, is so valuable um i said this i think with an episode with carlos but um sometimes a lot of people who are struggling with connecting to the body or whatever they are looking for more outs than they're looking for ends yeah they're not looking for reasons to why I should be here. They're just looking for every little excuse to Bro. how I can get out. And here, here's the the truth. It's like if Jesus had that mentality, <laughs> he would have been gone, right? Yeah. But the Bible promises us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Yeah. And so when we're messed up, he's faithful to us. Yeah. And it's like so – but the Bible also tells us to have the same mentality of Jesus mm-hmm. in Philippians. And so we want a mindset of Christ. The yeah. mindset of Christ. Save that, have the same mentality as him to where you don't – you no longer look through human lenses. You're looking through the lenses of Jesus. And so when you see somebody that's messed up or you see a church that's struggling with whatever, whatever you perceive in your human fleshly world to, to be messed up, Put on the lenses of Jesus. Put on the mindset of Jesus, and look the and see the church and see that individual the way that Jesus sees them. Yeah, and you'll see it completely different because that person is no longer a messed up person. That person is somebody created and formed in the image of God who has a plan. God has a plan for them. They're intricately made yeah. in in their mother's womb, and. You know, when you start seeing people like that, you start seeing pastors like that, you start seeing like worship leaders like that, as you know, people that aren't supposed to be perfect, this God has called them to that position. Yeah. Then I think it'll change a whole lot of the way we see, you know, the body of Christ yeah. and, and churches. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. So in this season where you guys are at, um, and again, me and, me and uh, DJ are still 
catching up a little bit. But uh, uh, in this season of you guys, where you guys are at, um, you don't necessarily have a home church right now, right? You have a, a denominations you're connected to, a, yeah. a covering and whatnot, but not yeah. necessarily like a, a main. So yeah, we have like our our home church that we that we came from, but right now we're uh, in the process of going to the mission field. So uh, so you're a little nomadic right now, right? I'm, I mean, yeah, we're we're kind of. <laughs> it sounds terrible that I don't. You said I don't have a home church, like no, I, not in a bad way. Like, you, like that's why I said you have a covering. You have people yeah, that are behind. We, you. We definitely have a covering stuff. and people that support us. You're and not pastors. just like free balling out there. Yeah, definitely. Know? Yeah. So I mean, we're we're uh, we're ministering at different churches right now and and raising raising our budget because you know uh, right now God has called us uh, to go to go be missionaries and gotcha. and that's so what we're more in a for. sense. What I should have said is you're more of a, a traveling evangelist in a sense for, I guess for the you season yeah for, for, i mean in a sense fundraising yeah. season yeah but um, it's kind of going around and yeah it's super cool though because um like where we're at now i you know i was i was um just involved in youth ministry at one church for a really long time and then god called us to missions yeah and and part of that is you have to raise a budget and so but in in me doing that like i've made so many friends and like met pastors and leaders and and men's leaders and things like that that like i just go and i like connect with people right away and it's it's amazing to see you know um like just the community like i said earlier like i I can step into any church and when they are filled with the same spirit that i'm filled with it's instantly family yeah and so it's like and I'm not encouraging people to just go be like church hoppers. No, but that's kind of what I was uh, trying to to allude to is just there are people who are in that season of yeah. searching for either searching for the home church um, or even ministers who might listen to this who are you know looking for their next assignment. Yeah. Um, or just in between in seasons. Um, so how have you seen that? Like you kind of what you were just talking about. Uh, in this season of where you're going to visit multiple places like how have you seen the body overall like the connections that you make like yeah dude it's crazy because every single church is different i mean we've my wife and i and my kids we've gone to i can't even tell you well probably over 100 churches in the last year and a half like or or meetings with different people not all churches but you know meetings with pastors and leaders and things like that um but it's it's crazy to see everybody worships differently. Every church's individual style is different. Yeah. But we all serve the same God. Yeah. And that's the cool thing about it. It's like, you know, all these different fibers create the mosaic of God's tapestry. It's like it's amazing to see, you know, you go to a Spanish church and I'm like, again, the token white guy that like I'm preaching, but there's like a translator and I'm trying my best to like slow down because sometimes I speak too fast. And, you know, but then you go to like a giant church where everybody's, you know, in suits and ties. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's it's cool to see, you know, every church is different, but it's all the body of Christ. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Um, so, again, you're in this season of 
fundraising supporting yeah. um tell us a little bit about the the journey that you and your family have Man. decided i mean how how did you even get yeah. to there i mean uh, this is a little sidebar from the from yeah. the main top of the podcast but again we're connecting and yeah. really fellowship that's what this is about connecting yeah. even with people that you haven't seen in some time yeah. but being able to have those connections but yeah man share i mean i haven't heard i genuinely right. haven't heard this story of how yeah. this came to be no and it's it's cool i love sharing it because i think it's encouraging to other people to hear um you know we we were we were um like i said serving in youth ministry for a really long time and my wife and i um just kept feeling god tug on our hearts yeah and we kept praying and i mean i'm talking about months and months and months we we were like honestly didn't know what this feeling was and we kept praying kept praying and then finally god uh just we both at the same time missions and we looked at each other like across the table and we were like is that what we should be doing and instantly felt a peace about it and it was weird because when we first got married, never did we think, one, we never thought we'd be in ministry and <laughs> definitely not serving overseas in some third world country. Like, yeah. And so, I mean, God spoke that to us in, you know, just through different dreams and things. And um, we we felt a peace about it, which I think is cool. Like, you, if you don't have a peace about something, um, then I would question if it's from God, because God's not going to give you anything that's that he doesn't give you peace about. Yeah. It may be difficult. For sure. But he'll give you peace in the end because I definitely thought it was too difficult. You know, we had a house, we had all this stuff, and God was basically saying, I want you to sell it yeah. and, and you have get rid of it. Two kids. We had two kids. We still do. Yeah, yeah. they're still ours. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a have. <laughs> yeah. But um, so, you know, I mean, our, our process was a long, it was a long journey, a, a lot of prayer because we, again, like, we question. I'm the type of person that like doubts things. And if I could be honest, like I doubt a lot of things that I see and I always have to make sure that it's 125% from God. Yeah. And so, you know, months went by after he had already told us missions. And then so we talked to our pastors and then got involved with the organization that we're at. And, um, you know, it, it was, uh, it was crazy because we were like, oh, you know, we're thinking, we both my wife is from El Salvador and uh I speak a little bit of Spanish and you know poco poco we, un poco poco and we went if we went to a, a Spanish speaking country like we'd be cool like mm-hmm. if, for me I would I would so learn like, it in yeah I'd learn I'd be fluent again like in a month or two right mm-hmm. it's no big deal to learn the language um so Dang, we were like all easy you know uh, so and my wife is fluent so we're like yeah. we're like all right so let's go to Latin America like be awesome right like we won't even have to like learn to try to like the food like we already (laughs) like the food uh we like the culture we like the music there's beaches um you know it's it's nice and warm Mm -hmm. and uh so we called up our organization that we were (laughs) involved with and uh the the lady on the phone was like uh why don't you try this country in asia and i was like wait 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 because i had just explained to her that we speak spanish and all this stuff and i'm like hey so we're thinking of like latin america like you know Someplace like that. Well, why don't she's like, oh, gr- great. Um, why don't you try this this country in Asia? And I was like, um, you, I don't think you heard what I said. <laughs> and she was like, no, no, no. Why don't you just you know connect with them? So, long story short, man, we we connected with uh, some people that are in this country. And the reason I'm not saying is it's a, it's sensitive. Uh, some of the information and stuff. Sure. So, um, you know, in, we connected with these missionaries and. Uh, 
and hit it off right away had a skype chat with them like instantly fell in love with these people because again like it does it literally doesn't matter what part of the world you're in you have the same spirit of jesus yeah you you just find that you know obviously there's gonna be things that you don't like about people or whatever sure. but like instantly things i don't like about you yeah there's things I, i'm looking at you right now like what is that thin little mustache you have i don't but, Sorry, but folks. I forgive you. I forgive <laughs> you. Uh, so yeah, we we ended up just uh, hitting it off with these yeah. people, and and uh, God gave again gave us the peace um, to say this is the country that we're going to go to. Um, there's no Rosetta Stone for the language that we're going to have to learn. <laughs> um, there's no you know booklet on how to be a missionary in in this country and so we're literally just walking out in faith and and like you said we're raising our budget it's been about a, uh, a year and a half wow. and uh it's been a long process but god is teaching us patience and uh and persistence <laughs> and uh sometimes i all the time i i do not like asking for money and that's like right it's like the weirdest thing Dude, going from church to church, like raising an offering and like setting up a table every Sunday and doing that, it gets it gets like it's like defeating after a while. You're like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this, <laughs> but uh, we're almost there, you know. So That's we're awesome. we're almost to like ninety percent of our of our budget. Wow. So like we're hopefully going to be leaving here in a couple months. Wow. So yeah, it's crazy. And you're, I mean, you, you, your wife, your two young boys. I mean, you got yeah. one in kindergarten, one in what first, second yeah. grade, first grade, first and kindergarten, grade. and yeah. they're super pumped. Like yeah. we keep telling them about it, and uh, they're like, "Yeah, we can't." I asked them, like, "What are you most excited for?" I want to eat all the snacks on the airplane. Like, <laughs> like you know, that's only like the first couple hours of right. the journey, right? Well, it's like yeah, it's like a thirty-hour <laughs> trip, but like, there's probably gonna be a lot of snacks, but. You know, we're, we're moving there, so <laughs> we can Amazon those snacks, right? Son. And my my other son was like, "I want I want to uh, get a pet chicken," and I was like, um, "If we get a pet chicken, I'm gonna eat that chicken. <laughs> we're gonna have chicken wings. We're gonna have Asian chicken wings." Yeah. So, uh, but no, it's it's cool. We're 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 super excited. We've been uh, for those of you who've been watching Netflix and Marie Kondo and all the you know simplifying your life and how. Yeah. It, I don't know. That was a plug for Netflix. I'm sorry. I didn't. Hopefully, there's no copyright infringements. No. Maybe one day they'll be a sponsor, but I don't know right. if I want that. Yeah. But anyway. So anybody that's that's been watching that and trying to, there's all these shows on how to you know sure. simplify your life and stuff. That's we're doing that, wow. but like out of a necessity, not because because we're only taking a few boxes with us wow. and basically starting over there. And and we're super excited to be able to. It's an honor to be able to share the gospel with people here. At, at churches that we've been going to, and it's an honor to be able to to learn somebody else's culture and language, and and just share Jesus with them. Yeah. And that's outside of that, like there really is, you know, Jesus told us to go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And you know, it's such an honor to be able to fulfill the commands of Jesus. Yeah, it's awesome, dude. So, yeah. yeah. That's exciting, man. I yeah. know, um, you know, to to take that step of faith is huge. Yeah. Um, what's awesome is something that you you touched on is just you you had the chance to speak to your pastors. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys have God serving families. I know. I'm sure that you guys talk to your families about yeah. this and whatnot. Um, but all that that's taking those giant leaps of faith that God's called us to. Yeah. Is so much easier. Not that it's easy. Right. But easier. 
when you are in a community of believers who right. can support your journey, Absolutely. who can donate towards your journey, who yeah. can pray for your journey, you know, who can support just the idea. Yeah. Because there's so many times that we have these secular friends. If you go to any of your, your unsafe <laughs> friends and be like, hey, bro, I'm going to take my wife I did and that. my two little boys yeah. to, uh, to a third no, world to a third country, world country um, because I really feel like God's calling me to it. They think I'm nuts. <laughs> I, I actually told my friend that about a month and a half ago and he looked at me because we just like ran into each other at target (laughs) and he was like are you dumb like gave me that look and he didn't say that but he gave me that look he said it with his eyes and i was just like i was so excited to share like hey i'm gonna you know he knows i'm a believer and he knows i've been a pastor for a long time but i'm like man we get to go you know here and we get to share you know jesus with people and he's just like my kids are gonna sleep on rocks it's gonna be amazing They're gonna eat stuff that they don't know what it is. Like, yeah. who knows what's in it? Who knows? Don't ask. You don't need to know. Right. But uh, yeah. So like, the world. It's 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 interesting because the world has no no concept yeah. of of what it is that God has has called us to, and uh, that's okay. We're you know we got to be patient with people, and, and I don't expect uh, non-believers to understand what For it sure. is that God's doing. And to be honest, like we visited some churches <laughs> where, um, the believers honestly don't understand. I had a lady and I just, I have to share this because I don't, <laughs> I, I won't say where it was or what it, whatever, yeah. but this lady came up to us and after we had shared about everything, she said, how could you take your kids there? And I said, what, what don't you know? all the the demonic worship and all the stuff that's going on there's there's truly evil there don't you like don't you know all those things and i just looked at her and i said don't you know the god that i serve Come on. don't you know how powerful our god is like no weapon formed against me shall prosper yeah you know i'm not worried about these little things over here i'm not and i'm not looking at people who are involved in demon worship that may be true but that person is still made in the image of God. Well, and I want to encourage believers, like if you're listening to this and you maybe have had a thought about somebody of another culture or somebody that looks different than you that maybe paints their face or they, you know, they eat certain things that, that you, you think are, are disgusting or whatever, yeah. that person, as messed up or as confused or as lost as they may be, they are still somebody created in the likeness and the image of God and yeah. God cares about them just as much as he cares about you just because you're born in the United States doesn't mean that <laughs> that God like loves you more than that person yeah you know and I, I think it, we it's obvious we know that but I think it takes somebody telling us sometimes like because we get caught up in our For sure. Americanness. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, I love being from here. Yeah. But you got cowboy boots on. I do. I have, I have actual leather cowboy boots on right now. Yeah. And I rap. <laughs> I'm a walking contradiction. Oh, hey. But in that sense, not in my life. <laughs> not in my lifestyle. Like, I actually didn't horrible. question it until yeah. you clarified yeah, it. Yeah. I just, I had to make that clear. Like, who is this missionary? Yeah. contradicting but himself that, that's awesome man that that step that journey that you guys are going on man i really believe in for you what you're doing i appreciate that and uh i just think it's awesome and um as for the last six years or so i've been doing children's ministry and i i, I think about you know because people that's the first thing people think i'm sure uh, when you share hey we're going to another country with yeah. your kids yeah 
and you know they're they're like what, what, uh? yeah they're you like know? you're moving for two years with them yeah i'm like no i'm gonna leave them here like <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but on the other side of it me as someone in ministry i go wow what an awesome experience that you're you're yeah no other kids are going to be able to have that yeah I mean, so to know the testimony that they're going to be able to have, yeah. to know the power that's going to be able to flow through them yeah. because of the, the experience. You think of, I mean, uh, people, uh, again, as somebody who works with kids, I think of all the negative childhood experiences mm-hmm. that people have. What about the giant impact that this one's going to have on your kids, man? Yeah. And like, we're trying to teach our kids, we want to show them live by faith. Yeah. Because we don't have all the answers. People ask us all the time, well, where, where are you going to live? I, we'll find out when we get there, you know? <laughs> uh, what, are you going to drive a car? What are you going to eat? Uh, you know, like, I'm not concerned about the details. Yeah. God is in the details. Amen. And I'm trying to teach my kids the same thing because I want them to understand, like, yes, you can plan. And planning is good and it, it's necessary. For sure. You need to have that order in your life. And I'm doing all that I can, but I can't predict the future, and I don't know what to expect. I don't know if there's going to be a natural disaster. I don't know if there's going to be a, 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 a an attack. I don't know if there's going to be a, a you plague know, or a whatever. Plague, whatever yeah. you know, grasshoppers are going to fly out of the sky. Sure. I don't know, you know, and I can't I can't predict that. And so, what I can do is is put my trust in Jesus right. and put all my hope and all of my faith in Jesus, knowing that He's going to take full care of us. And I want to show my kids that and, and be the example. And I think I, I hope to encourage men in saying that because oh. you don't have to go overseas to live by faith. You know, yeah. if, if you're a man, you got young kids, you got old kids, whatever. Who, If you have kids in your neighborhood and you don't have kids, you're a single sure. guy. Be the man that God has called you to be. And lead by example. Well, you know, everything in our culture is kind of taking manliness out of it. And I'm, I'm the first one to stand up and, and stand against culture because I believe that men need to have a say in society. And they need to be that example, that godly example. There's a place for men. There's a place for women. And I'm not saying that one is greater than the other. But speaking yeah. as a man, I can tell you that it's super, so important for men to be influential. For us to lead lead by example yeah. don't just talk about it live your life in accordance with the things that you talk about you know if you have if you have any amount of influence in your job or your school or whatever even if you're a high school kid lead by example yeah you know like be strong be sure. be the and i'm not talking about physically i'm talking about mentally spiritually emotionally strong that's who god has called us to be yeah you know he, we don't have a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind live with power Live with love and live with a sound mind. That's what Jesus has given us. Man. So, well, that's that little, awesome. I started preaching. I'm sorry. Hey, hey and that's what he's going to be doing in uh, <laughs> this country he's going to, man. Yeah. We're excited for you and what you're doing. If uh, the people want to support you, support your cause, support what you guys are doing, say cause like you're. Call, like I'm, you know, I don't know. It sounds funny, but to support your, your, your journey. Missions? Yeah, yeah. support missions. Uh, um, they can go to S1 dot ag dot org slash west like the like kanye but not s1 s is in sam the number one dot ag dot org slash west yeah and they are already 90 percent almost 90 yeah. percent almost there uh, man supported uh just 10 more percent man and so we're believing yeah. hey if god's tugging at your heart amen uh, at the very least in your prayers 
and yeah. definitely i mean prayers go a long way too absolutely but uh your funds go a long way as well Pray- yeah so. prayers go further than money yeah but money goes a long way money goes a long way <laughs> um so thanks for uh being here man thanks appreciate for uh, you, being a part friend. of this thank you uh man hopefully uh it's not four years uh when you're from the next time we talk yeah no we'll talk like i don't know three years yeah yeah two and a half two and a half i'll send smoke signals yeah absolutely i'll send a pigeon just don't don't send that chicken bro i won't because it'll be dead your kids will be really disappointed if you send me your chicken yeah Hope you enjoyed this one. Had a lot of fun with my good friend David West, aka Jabez. Uh, if you want to follow him and his journey, his family's journey on missions, uh, it's at Real David West. And if you want to support them, uh, you can support them by going to s1.ag.org forward slash W-E-S-T. I spelled it out for you so you got no excuses. Um, but that's s1.ag.org forward slash west. Yo, hope you liked it. Hope you were blessed. And again, make sure to support missions, missionaries, and what they're doing. At the very least, send your prayers because uh, they need it. So thanks for listening. Hey, guys, in two weeks, I got another special guest, Alfredo Rosado, also known as Cheeto Rosado, is going to be in the house. I'm excited for it, excited for you guys to hear it. He's a longtime uh, pastor, mentor, friend. But I know you'll be blessed by listening to it. We had a lot of fun. Check it out, homes, in two weeks. Hear you then. Well, you'll hear me. I won't hear you. But anyway, new episode, two weeks. Cheeto Rosado. Enjoy your weeks, guys. Thanks for the support.